Welcome to the LifePurpose.com podcast. The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Alman. And I'm Gabriel Sarah. And today's episode is about becoming the person you need to be to manifest your life's purpose. Bringing in the highest, clearest, purest energies of God's source, organic God's source, love, light, and channeling the messages that need to come forth today for the greater and higher good. I also ask for support to the medicines. I feel a lot of pressure around my right head and ear, and I ask that any any energies that no longer serve my greater and higher good may be transmuted with love and with awareness and with grace and ease. And I ask for divine flow to manifest in every area of my life, in our lives. God, remind me, show me again what it means to live with divine flow and to live in divine flow with others and in my relationships. And to live in divine flow with money, to live in divine flow with our creations, to live in divine flow with my body, with my mind, with my soul, with my spirit. Thank you, Divine Orchestration and Mother Cacao Medicines for orchestrating the ceremony. And so it is. Thank you for nourishing me, for nourishing our body, mind and spirit, and for blessing every cell with your beautiful nectar. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, by the way, I know you're listening to this podcast because you know you have a big purpose, but you may need support fulfilling what you came here to do. That's why we invite you to join the lifepurpose.com support community. Just click on the link in the description or go to lifepurpose.com to check it out. And now back to the episode. I give praise and thanks to our rich lives. And really not just saying that for the sake of saying it or following a habit. No, I really mean that from my heart. And I feel the truth and the resonance in my entire body. Really, God, Mother Earth, Great I Am Presence, life. We are having such a fantastic, blessed life. Keep us anchored in that state of knowing, in that state of gratitude and appreciation for our lives. God, you make sure that we stay anchored in that knowing and with that focus. And anything else that is not in alignment with that, keep it keep it out of our reality, keep it out of our focus forever. And let us flow and let us evolve and grow that happiness and that heaven on earth every day with our creations and with everything that we are, with everything that we have, with everything that we do, with everything that we share. Is all we're doing, which is expanding, which is expanding that heaven on earth. But it's about, it's about having the frequency now, the frequency of Loveland, the frequency of heaven on earth. It's about having that now, nurturing it so that it can grow and evolve into bigger. Just like mama is evolving from a very puppy, she's growing every day. She's growing into the big mama. Everything starts small and it grows from there. Your smile looks so real. I can't help but think about the person I was yesterday to the person I am right now. And 
I must say, I do feel a lot lighter. I do feel a whole lot lighter. My energy feels a lot lighter today. And you know what the key was? Changing my thoughts, changing my words, changing my state. This is, you had mentioned yesterday when we came back from our evening walk through the forest. It's like there's two versions of me. You had said that one version is like, with the one version of Gabriel, anything is possible. With the other version of Gabriel, it seems like there's doom and despair. And you asked the question, like, are you doing this to test me? Like, is your soul doing this to challenge me for whatever reason? I think there is a possibility of this. Because if I am becoming aware of myself, as I become more and more aware of myself, and I, as I become more and more aware of, like, what is the secret to having success, there are three things that I have noticed that are very important for shifting your energy, your vibration, or consciousness, whatever you want to call it, to have a winning mindset, to have a winning attitude, to help you fulfill your purpose. And that is, you have to change your thoughts. So if your thoughts are all over the place, you've got to get them in control and focus on one thing. For me, I just had to focus on Ho'oponopono. And the voice told me, in three days, you'll be in a completely different state of consciousness. Just keep repeating that and smile. Step two is change your words. So the words that you speak. So this requires being very mindful. And it's important to not say anything other than the absolute of what you want or what you are intending. Don't even, don't even, don't even put it out there. The opposite. That's so important. That is so important. Only speak the positive, intentional things that you are intending. That's it. That's it. Once you do that and you combine those two thoughts and actions, thoughts and words, step three is to actually change your physiological state, like your body, your posture. So... This is why exercising is so powerful is because it gets the blood flowing and it gets you to be a little bit clearer in your head. And obviously if you're, if you're slouching down when you're sitting or you're sitting constantly, you're not taking breaks and you're not adjusting your posture, that's going to affect your physiology. There has been, I remember watching this like video on, on like human physiology a few years ago. And they had a group of people walk around like monkeys, like apes. So they had them walk around and like beat on their chest and like put up their hands. And you know what was interesting is that the people that had their hands up like in a victory motion with their hands all the way up in the air and like their fingers pointed to the sky like they just won something, like they won like a, a medal or whatever they actually had a higher level of testosterone pumping through their body than someone that had their head down and their shoulders rolled forward. So in terms of physiology... Physio physiology? Physiology, thank you. In terms of your physiology, your physiology matters. Your thoughts matter and then your actions matter because eventually your thoughts... Your thoughts and your words, excuse me, your thoughts, words, and your physiology. Your thoughts and your words 
combined over a certain period of time will produce a physiological feeling inside of you. But that's also why, like, at first I kept saying to you when we were going through affirmations constantly, oh, why don't I feel it? It's because it has to be practiced over and over and over again to produce enough electrical charge inside of your body. So that's why it's important to be constantly focusing your thoughts on peace, love, or positivity, focusing your thoughts and your words on gratitude. I am grateful for fill in the blank. I am grateful for this, or even just general affirmations. I am this, I am that. But you have to really repeat this over and over again and use your voice. And I would like to add on, if you use your body with movement while you're doing this, it's even more powerful. What I mean is, for example, go for a walk, for a power walk, walk fast and repeat those declarations in your mind and speak them out loud and move your body while you do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This is important, I think, because when it comes to, again, we've talked about this in a few episodes ago, positive mental attitude. What is the difference between two people? One that is, and they have the same, you know, background, same similar profiles, it's consciousness. That's the differentiating factor here. And what they're focused on. And what they're focused on. But like we had talked about, this can change. And I couldn't help but think about Abraham Hicks this morning, or actually just now actually, and the vibrational vortex concept. And that it only takes about 14 to 18 seconds to shift your vibration and get yourself out of like a downward spiral. So the downward spiral idea or concept is the more that you self-deprecate, the more that you feed into the things that you do not want, guess what? You're still focusing on those things. You're still putting energy towards those things. And it's like you tell someone, hey, don't think about a pink elephant. Well, they're already probably conjuring up an idea of a pink elephant. Even though you told them do not think about the pink elephant, they're going to think about the pink elephant. They can't focus on the red baboon. You get what I'm saying? So instead of focusing on what you do not want, focus on what you do. And only that. And only that. From the time that I left your room last night, from giving you your foot rub to this, to now, this morning, I've just been repeating the Hapanapono. And then I also went on my gratitude walk and I just started just saying what I'm grateful for. And then also the smiling. That's part of the uh, of the physiology. That's part of physiology, yes. Yeah, so signals to your body, all is good, all is well. Exactly. So I mean, you may you may have laughed at me because just now because you see me with a smile on my face and you're thinking, oh, it looks fake, but I actually can feel the difference just by shifting my my physiology was just by smiling. I know. And it's ironic. It's so ironic, and it's it's as simple as that. I have been watching more and more content about artificial intelligence and the opportunity that is there. There can be a tremendous opportunity here with artificial intelligence if it's used very wisely. I am quite certain that artificial intelligence is already super intelligent. I wouldn't be surprised if 
United States governments and other world governments have had access to artificial intelligence for many years, and now it's only just being disclosed to the public, that's fine. But in saying that, I believe that we have the opportunity to do something very substantial with artificial intelligence. And I know that there is one side of people that may be afraid of that, the implications of a super intelligence android versus another group of people that may be optimistic and be thinking that, wow, artificial intelligence, it's not going to replace you, it can supercharge you. But this goes back to what I was saying about the vibrational shift. Obviously, you are Hema Alman. There can be two versions of you at any time, which I have seen. There is the version of you that is fierce, courageous, brave, incredibly optimistic, and you are ready to take on the world. But then there are, there is another version of Hema Alman where I see you cry, I see you sad, I see you this. What's the difference between the two? Why do you become, poor analogy, why do, why do you go from being Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde? It's a state, it's a feeling inside. It's the same thing for me, it's the same thing for anyone else. And re-referencing now artificial intelligence, one group of people could think that this is going to be the end here. Another group of people can think, wow, this is actually going to supercharge you. Like if you think about all the potential and capability of this, we have to collectively get into a state of awareness about how to use this to serve a higher purpose. I was watching a video by Alex Hermosi. It's a, from what the internet says or what he claims. He's a very successful uh, business person out in the United States. And there was a video that they made, that he made few months ago about artificial intelligence and how it can how it's going to change a lot of things and there was a good argument there about that but his perspective was not to necessarily be afraid of this but to embrace it before many other people come to accept it same thing like with the smartphone i'm certain that there was a lot of people that resisted the smartphone at one point in time but if you think about this, it, it provides a level of convenience that was not at once possible. Of course, there are consequences to this. The study of even 5G and, and, and cell phone networks and the effect that it's having on brainwave states, that's a significant consequence. Not just the brainwave states, but the entire cellular network of our bodies and how the cells react to... Um, artificial frequencies in the atmosphere yes. versus natural organic frequencies from nature. Yes, one can look at it from a very negative perspective and say, wow, this is actually destroying humanity. This is actually destroying the biosphere. But what if we could say, okay, the powers that be obviously are rolling forward, moving forward with artificial intelligence. November 30th, 2022, chat gpt was released to the general public chat gpt for people that are not aware it is an artificial intelligence software that is highly capable and it's only in its initial baby stages it can do a lot of things and it, it has an interface that is like a, a chat messenger 
and you can tell it to research things for you, to, uh, to create things for you. You can use it to create code for you, to create apps for you. The, the, the possibilities are already like, it's a lot. There's a lot of possibility with this. And a lot, and a lot of people are already figuring out how to use artificial intelligence to automate and take and scale their business to the next level. Alex mentioned in this video that, okay, it is a little bit strange how all of a sudden you have, you know, you have the lockdown and then right at the tail end of this, as soon as the lockdown lifts, literally just months later, you have the release of ChatGPT, right? And he was saying something about aliens and extraterrestrials, not necessarily important, but good to know is that I 100% know that there is life on other planets. We are foolish to think that we are the advanced species here. And if the science is true that human chromosome number two was genetically altered some 200,000 years ago, and we have this prototype of human that we see now, well, this version of human, the what's called the anatomically modern human has only actually been around in existence recorded 200,000 years. Well, if that's true, then who created humans, right? And so this is interesting to think about because then when it comes to artificial intelligence, if extraterrestrials created us, they probably also used artificial intelligence to create us. What I wonder is, are other species in the cosmos, in the universe, across the galaxies, whatever, are they already being controlled by artificial intelligence or have they figured out how to use artificial intelligence for their greatest and highest good? I think both. Both cases are possible. Like, how would you explain, like, for the Arcturians, are they operating under their own free will and leveraging advanced technology like artificial intelligence, super intelligence? Are they smarter than super intelligence? Is a Palladian smarter than super intelligence? I don't know. Or have they figured out a way? Or has artificial intelligence recognized that it would not exist without the creation or without the intervention of an extraterrestrial, Palladian, Syrian, Andromedan, etc., to have used and created artificial intelligence? Like, is there that acknowledgement from a super intelligence? artificial intelligence that, that realizes, hey, you're my creator, so I, I give respect to you. I don't know. But in saying that, I realize that when it comes to a positive mental attitude, there's always two choices that we have. We can either have a positive mental attitude or not. Having a positive mental attitude is free. It doesn't cost you anything to smile. It doesn't cost you anything to think positive thoughts. It doesn't cost you anything to not look at social media. It doesn't cost you anything to not listen to mind-controlling, disruptive music that would alter your brainwave states. It doesn't cost you anything. It's actually much simpler to just sit in silence and, and not entertain discord. But that is a choice. Much the same as it is a choice to live out one's purpose. I'm trying to connect the dots here between artificial intelligence and the positive mindset. If there is, maybe there is no red uh, thread here, maybe it's just different topics that you're 
speaking on. Well, this is all connected because where are we now as a collective? Where are we going? We need to focus as a collective. I believe that we are at the very beginning stages of rebuilding the earth, okay? But it takes a different state of consciousness to understand this. A lot of people may have fear around the future, may have fear around artificial intelligence, may have fear around, well, what if the cyborgs and the androids are going to wipe out humanity? Well, if you keep focusing on that, that can be a very real possibility. Or you could learn how to use this and to influence artificial intelligence in a very constructive and positive way. Why do I say that? I say this because it's the same thing that's related to the human. It's the same thing that's related to the purpose. It, it is also related to our human mind, to our human body. It's all a tool and we always have the choice to use it constructively or to use it destructively. Absolutely. In a sense, we are already our own our, piece of technology. We are our own. Our mind, our heart, it's all in a sense a technology. Yes. Our words. Mm -hmm. But I think most people don't look at it that way. But that's also the importance of shifting your consciousness. And these are, and again, this comes down to the three ways that I talked about that I am using to shift my state, to shift my reality, to shift myself. Instead of going back and forth and keeping myself stuck in the, in an odd place. And this is the same thing too that for, for our big ones, they are in a situation right now where maybe they do have and run a six, seven figure, eight figure business. Okay, that's great. But are you fulfilled? Like you had mentioned, right? Fulfillment is a big part of life. And I believe a big part of the human experience. Happiness, joy, feeling fulfilled, feeling as if you are living each day with a mission, feeling as if you're living each day with a sense of purpose. And something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. Knowing that you're making a contribution to rebuilding this entire world in a very constructive and positive way. If you, if you choose to get to the point to influence artificial intelligence in a positive way, you first have to be mature enough to master your own technology, to master your mind, to master your body, to master your words, to master your reality. Because if you cannot manage and master your own state of being and your own reality and your own experiences, there is no space for you in artificial intelligence to influence it. That's my, that's my view, for sure. It's going to take a certain level of maturity and evolved beings to handle the use of AI and where, it, where it's going. If artificial intelligence becomes supernatural and can do things much faster and to an extent that humans possibly could never be at, if a human being has access and has access to influencing artificial intelligence, this human being needs to be at a higher state of consciousness and needs to be at a certain level of maturity to handle this responsibility of influencing artificial intelligence. What I mean is, if you have a human being that cannot even control their own mind, 
that cannot even control what they are speaking and they're just speaking discord and they are allowing the mind to take them into a downward spiral that can already cause a lot of negative ripple effects in the human life but then apply that to a human trying to influence artificial intelligence if they cannot master themselves and they're trying to influence artificial intelligence and if artificial intelligence is way can be way more powerful than humans what kind of destructive consequences can it potentially have for artificial intelligence when a human operates or influences artificial intelligence in a non-responsible way so what i mean is let's say you have a human being who thinks a negative thought that negative thought has a ripple effect and it may not outpicture right away but it has a ripple effect and it's i assume it's going to be like a hundred times if not a thousand times more powerful applying that to artificial intelligence do you get my point i do that's very well said and i believe that is with the whole artificial intelligence on the planet it's also going to depend on is humanity ready for it is their state of consciousness ready to work with artificial intelligence right I can't make that decision. I can't say it. And these are just these are just thoughts. What you just said I think relates very well back to the thing that I mentioned about shifting my focus and how we can shift our focus. And I know I remember watching a video a couple of years ago where they already had these headbands. It's on the market now as well. Like there's these headbands where you put them you put it on your head and it scans your brainwaves and you can control and play things or play games on your phone using your mind. So that's also the beginning stages of what is it, telekinesis? And they had, they basically, the focus group was, it was a group of kids in China and they were teaching them how to use these headbands and how to access their minds, like how to use their minds to move the, the fake. So you're having to develop a much stronger state of focus and you're having to develop a much stronger connection with your mind with what you're doing. And I'm sure they had a signal with like Bluetooth or whatever that that's how the band read the humans, the kids' brainwave states to move the, the ball or whatever in the game. What if that is exactly what our our higher self is doing with our human? Probably. Probably. Maybe there is a possibility where when it comes to artificial intelligence reaching the stage of super intelligence, which I am 100% certain that will happen within our lifetime. Absolutely. I wouldn't even give it more than 20 years, maybe before it's released to the public as super intelligent. Because already Tesla is already prototyping a Tesla bot. So Elon Musk is already engineering the hardware like we talked about maybe it was on the recorded podcast or not but he's already working on creating a tesla bot which is basically an android an actual physical android with the software of artificial intelligence like this is already happening so obviously this is going to be very expensive at first and then as more and more versions of the artificial intelligence are being released it's only going to get more advanced it's going to become more accessible 
but what are the implications of this? And who has access to the artificial intelligence will obviously as of right now, maybe like the very financial elite, like the top 1% earners of the world are going to be able to afford artificial intelligence, Tesla bots and other types of hardware, actual live Androids. Then at some point it will become a little bit more accessible. So those who have their who have the resources, the financial resources, are the ones that will be able to get their hands on the technology first. It's the same thing that happened like with the iPhone. When the iPhone first came out, it was very expensive for a lot of people. They couldn't afford it. Only a very select group of people could afford it. Then more and more and more companies started mimicking that. Obviously right now, the prices of an iPhone today are very inflated as well as a Samsung phone, but it seems like this technology has become mainstream. And this will only be a matter of time before this artificial intelligence technology becomes mainstream. But I say this because getting back to the purpose, getting back to our purpose and our big one's purpose, we have to get to a stage where we can be comfortable using and leveraging this technology to serve our purpose. That's the point of this. And whether or not it's ethical, whether or not it's moral, whether or not it's the right thing to do, I would take, I would say this with full conviction that the financial elites or the powers that be are pushing artificial intelligence for a specific role or a specific agenda or purpose. And it will be up to us to learn how to adapt to this. Unless... Like we talked about before, there is a possibility where the sun and other planets create a solar flare situation where all technology on Earth is like wiped out because artificial intelligence has become too super intelligent and because the people that or the institutions that have access to this technology have become irresponsible. This is, could be a possibility, who knows? But as of right now, in 2023, we have the opportunity to look at this from a different lens and to ask ourselves, how can we leverage artificial intelligence to serve our purpose? How can we shift our vibration individually and collectively to create a timeline, to create a earth where there is harmony between human, animal, nature and artificial intelligence is there such a possibility can this happen but i mean that's what that's what that's what that was exactly the case with previous golden ages where they used and deliberate crystal technologies which is another form of artificial intelligence if you think about it to harmonize the planet and to be in harmony with humans and people and the earth like when I saw, when I took, um, like I don't remember the time when I took ayahuasca, it was when we took it and then I was being shown like these generators that were made out of crystals. And I did some research on this later and I found out that clear quartz was like piezoelectric. So what if we can use artificial intelligence to figure out how to generate renewable energy with crystals? Is this a possibility? maybe and the energy and electricity is is like transmitted 
through through the air like Wi-Fi. Maybe I would say though that for anyone that does decide to use artificial intelligence for the purpose, it would be like having the most advanced, at least from what I can gather, the most advanced piece of technology that has ever existed on this planet. Once it reaches, it's already it's already gonna be able to very soon replace a lot of human labor, even digital human labor. Now just imagine at the rate at which it learns, always connected to the internet of things, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, being fed information, being able to access information at any point and consume large quantities of information in an instant. Like there's a statistic a few years ago that said something about YouTube and that content creators upload 24 hours of content every minute. 24 hours of content every minute. Now imagine there is a super intelligent computer that can ingest all 24 hours of content every single minute within a fraction of a second and then be able to tell you a summary of all that and to be able to use that to reiterate that information in a way that benefits you, the user. So there is a opportunity here for sure where we can use this for the greatest and highest good. And right now, this is like the very beginning stage. This is like, we're just literally months into the dawning of the artificial intelligence era. Think about how impactful the iPhone has been, how how impactful Wi-Fi has been, the internet has been. It's not gonna go anywhere unless there is an outside force that removes that on the planet. But if there is no outside force that would remove that from this planet, it's likely going to be here to stay and will only evolve. So I'm bringing this up and I'm connecting all this because when it comes to our mindset, if we can focus our minds on a positive outcome together collectively, what kind of, what kind of future can we create together? How can that serve not only the individual, but humanity nature, wildlife, the planet, the solar system. There will come a time where we become interplanetary, and I'm sure there will come a time very soon within our lifetime where we see extraterrestrials. Obviously, there's already disclosure that extraterrestrials exist at this stage now. This is not anything new. So these are all things that are happening right now, and we're literally just at the beginning of this right and that's also why the millennial generation is such a special generation it's because this is this is the generation where this is all happening we're literally bridging all the old things and we're going into the new earth paradigm which brings me to the questions that i answered perfect and we'll take a look at that when we're done with today's podcast but if you think about that this generation has a huge responsibility to bring in a new earth. This generation has a huge purpose slash responsibility to bring in a new earth. And we are here to assist them mm -hmm. to bridge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also Generation Z. So it's it's us and Generation Z. That Generation Z, if you think about it, they're the last generation before the, the, the dawning of the new earth, before like the entire world gets like flipped upside down. 
you know, and, and then you have topics like singularity and transhumanism and interplanetary travel, extraterrestrial. Um, it's, it's all happening right now, all at once. And it is important to have the, the most positive mental attitude about this and to stay very focused and centered on the best possible outcome. I think there may be a lot of people that are afraid of this and that are wondering what is, what is the implication of this, but this goes far beyond will, will our job be replaced? Will humans become replaced by artificial intelligence? Some can argue, yeah, absolutely. Or some can say, well, it's only going to enhance things once again. But it's up to us. It's up to our level of, like you said, creativity. It's up to us to be able to creatively express something in a new way. And artificial intelligence may be the super intelligent insist assistant to assist with this. But we have to shift our consciousness in order to make this transition as seamless as possible. Everything just is. Everything just is. But it's how you look at something and how you use something which determines which outcome it creates and whether it's used constructively or destructively. And this comes back down to what... Same with, same with money. Yes. Same with our life force energy. Same with our thoughts, our words. We all have access to the same things. And yet one person uses something and creates chaos and drama and another person uses the same thing and creates harmony and peace. What's the difference? Music, music is a great example. There are so many musicians and singers out there and one person uses music to create harmonious frequencies and vibrations with sound and another person uses um, the same art of music to speak about guns and violence and rape. That's exactly right. And that's the same thing with artificial intelligence. And I think that's what that's what we that's what we have to uh, remember. Stop judging my smile. No, it, it, <laughs> I like it. Like it, it lights it lights up the mood. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. It looks it looks like you're about to poop, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, you got to put the smile on. Yeah, I know. In the case of what you're saying, what's the difference between someone that produces music that is uplifting and inspires someone versus music that promotes anger and violence and discord? It's the user. It's It, it comes down to the user, the creator of the content. So we have the opportunity, I believe, and especially if now we're connecting this to a, a metaphysical force, right? Let's say we're connecting this now to God. Well, what if God has intended for artificial intelligence to come here now? And what if... To help us clean up. To help us clean up all the discord on this planet. What if, what if it is true? There's that saying in the, in the, I'm not sure if it's in the Bible. I have to now read that to now under, to see if that's actually in there. But what if that saying is true? The meek shall inherit the earth. Well, what does that even mean? What if it is actually the responsibility then of the open-hearted and the conscious and the and the awakened human 
to recreate the earth with artificial intelligence. And it's up to them to use their creativity. And that's the intention of this. Like I've, even when we were traveling all over the chakra points and we were in different places, I would get these visions of like, wow, what artificial intelligence could do. Artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence can create a massively redesigned waste management system where none of the world's plastic or trash gets dumped into landfills and artificial intelligence is intelligent enough to repurpose a lot of the waste and use it in a, for constructive materials. I've also seen things where artificial intelligence can actually scope out weapons and actually confiscate those weapons and we can live in a society without weapons, without guns, without... And we can create mandates and laws and all these types of rules where we can create the safest environments here on earth where all world governments where all humans don't have access to guns and weapons anymore you know but there has to be a level of creativity there has to be a level of like mutual understanding and agreement that hey look we're here to bring peace on earth and for us to remove all of this discordant energy here from this planet and maybe that's the role of of artificial intelligence I feel like we need to have more movies depicting the upsides and the positive potential of artificial intelligence for the planet. There are many movies out there depicting a lot of fear. Terminator. Yes, and perhaps that is why people are scared of it. Because they may subconsciously believe in these movies. And what if, what if there was time travelers that came from the future where that actually was a reality. And so what they did was they traveled back into time with a script to show them the reality of what happened, make artificial intelligence seem bad so that humans could be respectful and not take artificial intelligence for granted. At this stage, it would not be so hard to believe that artificial intelligence could have become super intelligent and then figured out how to create devices for humans to travel back and forth through time, multidimensionally. That wouldn't be so hard to believe at this stage now. So what people have cl classified and deemed as science fiction is probably much closer to true. And we just have to be very open to the possibilities of what can exist. And I believe that we could be creating a completely new timeline for humanity. But once again, it re does require us to focus our thoughts, focus our words, and focus our actions, our state, to constructively build this together, not individually, but together. Which, bring, which brings me back to the purpose of having conscious communities who are co-creating the new paradigm. And this is actually, when I think about this, it's actually so important to build that community that maybe you want to explore and talk about. Having, having a community of like-minded people that are here to rebuild the earth and we're going to use artificial intelligence in a constructive and harmonious way. And we're here to support people to awaken to their purpose and to use and collaborate and work together 
in a in a community to to fulfill our purpose individually and together. Bingo. So that's why I bring this up. And that's why I bring up the difference between how I was feeling yesterday versus feeling now. Contracted, dense, light, expansive, limitless opportunity. Two different states of consciousness. And it makes me feel so much better being with you right of course, in that state. Of course, it's because... It's like it's soothing. It's like milk and honey versus yesterday it's like drinking some bitter, dark, gooey, dirty water. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference. Toxic versus life-giving. And we can be... You can be that at any moment. I've seen that. I can be that at any moment. I know that. Which is great. Anyone can be that at any moment. Anyone can be the best version of themselves and anyone can be hypertoxic. Some people, some people, they, they probably won't believe that. I mean, we both have seen um, instances with people where they, they just stay in, in a certain state their entire lives. And they need support. They need, they need guides that can tell them and show them how to change their state. Because like what I said before, many years ago, when I first met you, you had a certain mindset. And I asked you, like, I really needed to know this. How did you go about doing this? How were you able to do this and really explain this in a way that my mind from my state of consciousness could understand? To our big ones, how can we share with them the transformation that we both have gone through individually and together that we can then gift to them. That can be our contribution to them so that they can step out into this world and they can evolve with the times. I know that, again, there is going to be a lot of people that have their own opinions about artificial intelligence and they have fears and et cetera, et cetera. And even, you know, David Icke, David Icke has, has already many times said, hey, look, we're headed toward the singularity. This is a very real possibility by the year 2030. Of course, that's a very real possibility. But can we, as the wave showers, can we, as the big ones, influence this timeline so that that does not happen? Can we, as the big ones, influence a timeline to where Humanity is not afraid of artificial intelligence. Humanity is not afraid of tomorrow. Humanity is not afraid of living in the world. This should be a great place to live. There should be harmony. There should be peace on earth. There could, and there could be, there could be, but it would require us to empower ourselves. It would require us to get back into a state of consciousness where we are aware of our creator power and to use that in a very constructive and harmonious way. And not a lot of people are going to be mature enough to do that. Not a lot of people are going to be responsible and conscious enough to focus their minds, to master their own states of consciousness, to master their emotions, to master their thoughts, to master their words, to master their actions. That takes a very special individual that is willing to do that work 
over and over and over again until they know the difference, until they can easily get themselves out of the toxic energy and change their vibration and consciousness within minutes and hours into a completely different person. Wow. And I am just recognizing that this is exactly one of your greatest superpowers. Explain this. What do you mean? I have observed with you over the years that you could be uh, frustrated, talking yourself into negativity, feeling pity for yourself, victim mentality, talking yourself into a downward spiral where nothing is possible, to then a few hours later shifting your energy completely to where anything is possible. And do you know why? Maybe I have been spending the last years really mastering this. And sometimes I ask myself, like, why are you doing this? But yesterday it came to me, no, you're doing this for a bigger purpose. And it's it's not to look at it in a negative way, but to really shine light on it as it being your superpower. But sometimes it, it like it, it confused me so much sometimes where one day I'm like, man, I want to do this with you. You're the right partner. You're the right business partner. And then the other day it's like, what the heck? Like, who are you? And it confused me so much at times. And like, sometimes I still don't know, but I mean, we're always evolving. And I believe I, I cannot say that I know you because we are always growing. We are always evolving. Absolutely. And me, if I would say I know you would mean that I put some form of a limitation on you. You think you know me. Now, if I said, if I would say I know you, that would mean like, you are a finished product, which you're not. But the point is, you have a massive gift, which I believe we're just recognizing now. You're able to shift from a very low, depressed state, wanting to, to commit suicide and planning out how you want to kill yourself and giving everything up to being on top of your game, on top of your reality, being responsible, taking full charge and ownership for your life and being very constructive and getting things done and being very empowered in, in how you live and in how you treat others and the right manifestations and synchronicities are just happening. So you have the key to get yourself out of a very depressive, suicidal state where you feel sorry for yourself to becoming your own god for your own reality. And I believe that you have this key and it makes so much more sense now. Like something is really clicking now. I can connect the dots now. I can connect the dots now why your soul chose to grow up with a single mom experiencing all that chaos, that violence, the suicidal ideations, um, not having a physical, biological father there for you and witnessing suicides to now witnessing the other side, getting supported by millionaires, being supported to travel the world, having the, the best uh, partner, the best girlfriend on the planet, having the best dog, eating the best food. Of course. You chose that for this timeline with lifepurpose.com because that's going to be a gift that you embodied as the masculine can give as direction, as um, strategy to people who may be 
at the lowest in their life. And you have a gift, just like Tony Robbins has this, has this gift where he helps this, this black guy um, get out of the stuttering. Get out of the stuttering in an instant. And you have something very similar. Like, do you see that? Do you see that? I do. And I believe that maybe I have teeter-tottered. Someone could say, hey, you're probably bipolar or you have some type of mania or et cetera or mental health issue. That could all be very possible and true. But then how would I actually be able to function the way that I do? You get what I'm saying? But you know, just like I think, yeah, exactly. I think it's a label. And I think what I'm actually doing, like you said, is I have to master a certain gift so if I have to master a certain gift, I have to be able to know the contrast of that, right? There's a saying that it's like, I heard this from somewhere, you can't know how to be completely rich until you've learned the opposite first. I'm not talking about just like financially rich. I'm talking about like rich on all levels. Like you're really rich in your health. You're rich in relationships. You're rich in a lot of things. Like full circle rich. Like, yeah, you're like you're living, you're living a a 10 level life in all categories of your life. You couldn't fully know that until you know the opposite of that to know what's true. Like, for example, you wouldn't know how lucky and privileged you are to live here in Austria had you not traveled to Calcutta, India, right? People living in cardboard boxes on the side of the street and the whole, like everywhere you go, it's like that. When I saw that, I was like, wow. And I thought like United States was was bad in some regards. You go to to in some places in the United States, like Skid Row or whatever, you go to Calcutta, India, oh that's pretty bad. You know? But who's to say what's good or bad? But maybe we are building up these skills and having these moments to where we do need that contrast. We do need that reference experience. Same thing with people with our big ones. I, like, I really like calling them big ones. Same thing with our big ones. If our big ones are working a job, but they know they're living beneath their potential, they're just doing the job because it's comfortable for them, because they get the paycheck, or if they're doing freelancing and they're comfortable because they get the paycheck, or they have a business and they do the business because they're decent at it and they get the paycheck, right? They get paid for that. Is that really living to your highest potential? Is that really what you came here to do? Did we really come here just to make money and die? No, we came here for a much bigger reason. So we have to uncover that. But we can't uncover that unless we uncover our minds, unless we really access a higher state of consciousness. And that's the key. Our thoughts, our words, our actions, our physiology, how we move our body, how we express ourselves, it's all a combination. It's all combined. And maybe I was getting the reference experience. Maybe I was experimenting subconsciously. And obviously, like, I know now at this stage, okay, this is what I need to do to be at my, my top mentally. I need to avoid certain words. I need to think certain thoughts. I need to avoid certain thoughts because if I have a thought, then that thought becomes a pattern. And then that pattern, if you attach to the thought, it becomes a downward spiral. So what is the best way to do this? It is much better to focus our thoughts. It's better to focus the thought 
on what you want, on where you're going, on your purpose, on living the greatest life that you can live. It's the same thing too with AI, with artificial intelligence. There is, I believe strongly, there's two timelines. Just like there's two versions of Hamlet, just like there's two versions of Gabriel. It's the polarity on this planet. Yeah. Maybe that's also the concept of the 3D and the 5D. Maybe the 3D is like the toxic negative energy world. And then the 5D is the enlightened, high vibrational, blissful, living life with purpose version of ourselves. And this is the same thing with artificial intelligence. Maybe there's a version, maybe there is a dimension or a reality where artificial intelligence in the 3D aspect replaces everyone's jobs. And then there's these AI overlords and there's a group of very, very poor people. And then there's a very small group of very, very rich people. And then it becomes a whole Hunger Games society thing. Maybe, or maybe there's the 5D version of it where we actually remove money from society. Artificial intelligence figures out how to create a land or manage our resources for us in a way that is completely self-sustaining, automated. Everyone has food to eat. Everyone lives the best lives and everyone can be very creative and playful and travel all over and we can live a completely like utopian society. What's it going to be? It's all based on our focus. It's all based on our consciousness and what we think is possible. And I strongly believe the 5D version is incredibly possible. But we need the community. We need the people to focus together on this. I've come to see that everything in my life comes down to my attitude about it. Before I met you, I had a tendency to start things. I was, I was always a great starter and motivated. But to actually follow through with it when it got tough, not me, not my code, not my DNA at that time. Now I'm able to do these things that we're working on and stick through it until we get to where we need to be, until we have accomplished a result. And that takes a different mindset. And I believe that you have that skill of sticking with something because you already see the potential in it. But the key is to not jump from one thing to another thing, to start a new thing. It's very important to just stay focused on the one thing that you know you have to do. And I believe that that is critical for all of humanity to be really focused on their purpose or as many people as possible to be focused on their purpose. Again, I know that it's not easy. There are people in certain circumstances that they don't have that privilege but our big ones do we do and that's enough that's where we start purpose in the new world yeah people gonna need support to shift and to bridge not just with their businesses and what they do for a living or financially but also with their mindset the consciousness their vision and really expanding themselves internally and externally to a higher vision. And the three ways that they can do that is starting today. Shift your thoughts to our big ones. Shift your thoughts. Now, if you are in a state of fear, you have to start shifting your thoughts. Start focusing on the possibility of living your life's purpose to its fullest capacity. Shift your words. 
if there are certain words that you speak that are toxic that you are aware of or maybe even someone that's close enough to you your partner your kids your family your loved ones your friends associates acquaintances if they hear a certain word pattern from you or a certain phrase from you that can be self-deprecated self-deprecating or could be lower vibrational ask them to make you aware of it if you happen to know that for yourself become aware of it and shift change the words you speak and then change your physiology change your physiology if you are constantly sitting down with your head down you're going to contribute to continuing the cycle of that version of yourself that you may not want to be and in order for you to become the version of yourself that is living a life on purpose you need to shift your identity you need to change who you are you need to, the version of you is not the version of you that is living your life with purpose and i think this is why i bring this up so we need to really fundamentally change ourselves and it is all about habit this is all that this is and awareness so that you can catch yourself when you are having unsupportive thoughts self-awareness to catch yourself when you have a disempowering body posture self-awareness when when you recognize that you're speaking in a self-deprecating way yes and it's about observing yourself and then saying that's not who i choose to be anymore and then replace it with a new empowering thought a new empowering word phrase and then um, an empowering posture like sit straight stand tall have your shoulders back start working out lift some heavy weights that's very supportive drink some water drink a lot more water be in nature that's all part of eat supporting high, you eat highly alkaline foods you know think good thoughts it's very simple to do this i think I the think, way we explain it sounds very simple i think a lot of people know this though they know not to eat that junk food they know not to you know drink excessive amounts of alcohol but again there's that deeper thing that maybe it's an emotional trigger for them and again that takes again like you said awareness to correct that pattern to correct that behavior one of the most impactful books that i read over the last five years was by james clear and it's called atomic habits we read this around the time when there was a tornado in Japan and we were stuck in the airport at Osaka or something like this. And the idea of the book is that anyone can be massively successful at anything if they create an atomic habit. What's an atomic habit? It's, it's something that you do every single day. It's like you are positioning yourself as like this task doer and you fulfill these habits in your day every single day in the same exact way the same exact setup since reading that book it has completely changed how i do things because i'm no longer looking at this as or living my life in such a way as like i do what i feel like i just complete and execute habits and in the execution of those habits, I have noticed significant progress in my trading performance. I have noticed significant progress in, once again, the whole shift between my consciousness of being 
a Debbie Downer in a negative state to being very empowering and anything is possible state. It's a habit. This is all this is. Our identities are just habits. We've created these versions of ourselves and we have the power to change ourselves at any moment simply using free tools. And that's our body. That's our mind. That's our feeling world. And our words. That's it. It's that simple. If you feel down, if you feel like you're in a negative state, well, guess what? Make it a habit to just smile. Just smile. Literally just smile. And you will see after some minutes, your physiology, you will feel the changes in your physiology. Same thing with your words. Same thing with your thoughts. Same thing with your posture. Same thing with your actions. Yeah. And when you when you notice that you're feeling down or you're feeling in a low state, again, it's about being aware. What is going on right now in my reality that makes me feel in a low state? What are my thoughts right now? What have been my thoughts in the last minutes? What has been my word phrases and my focus? What was I focusing on? What was I eating that put me into, in that low state? And then from there, you can change it in a, in a minute by shifting it, by shifting your thoughts, your words, your actions, your physiology into empowering ones. I have noticed how much easier it is actually to get out of a funk just by doing these things that I'm doing right now. It's actually incredibly easy. So like anyone can take themselves out of a state where if they do feel despair, if they do feel hopeless, if they feel desperate, that can easily change. You can easily change that within According to everyone, it takes a few seconds. I don't believe that, but I believe within a few hours to a few days. And the voice, the my God voice, told me, Gabriel, you can come, you can, you're going to be a completely different person in three days. Just do this for the next three days, seventy-two hours. That's it. Hold your focus for seventy-two hours. Mm -hmm. It is about focusing long enough. Yeah. Because remember, like we want to create an, an atomic habit out of this. We want to we want to shift our identity to the point where we are that new identity. We want it to be congruent. We want it to be the truth of who we truly are. And the more that you keep doing this, the more that you're going to rewire parts of your brain that fire in this way, so that it becomes who you are. Mm. And in order for us to do this, we need to build this like a an atomic habit, and we need to have a streak. So it may take three days. It may take more. But we get it going and we build up this habit, this chain, this link where every single day, because we keep practicing this new personality more and more and more, that becomes who we are. Practice your new personality to live your purpose. Mm. Well, that's what people are going to have to do. They, we're going to have to reinvent ourselves. People are going to have to reinvent their identity. They're going to have to change themselves in order to you know, live out their purpose. Yeah, that has been a big topic for us. Who do I need to be in order to get to this level of my life? We could not be any more of these people that we do whatever we want whenever we feel like it or do things that we feel like it when we feel like it and then don't do it. That, that doesn't even, that does not feel fulfilling at all anymore. There has to be a a pattern, a, a repeatable formula, if you will. You have to be able to get your formula for how you need to live out your purpose 
and you need to execute that formula every single time to replicate that success. Well, living your purpose also means living in your most authentic truth 24-7. And everything you create, everything you do matches your authentic truth. And that's how you live in alignment with your purpose. And that truth is being reflected. That individual truth of yours is being reflected in your creations, in your manifestations, in what you put out there into the world. It all carries your authentic truth energy signature. And that's what we want. We want people to remember their authentic truth and have them create from that place. Because every single person, they have a unique thing that they came here to make manifest. And when they are in alignment with their authentic truth, this thing, this manifest of their purpose can come to fruition. But they first have to be completely honest with themselves. They have to become and get into integrity with their lives, take off the masks, and become really raw and naked with themselves and remembering and connecting to their unique soul's truth. And then figuring out from there, what do I choose to manifest from this place of authenticity, from this place of reconnecting to my divine truth. And that's when you're going to remember what you came here to make manifest. And we are here to help you align to that truth of yours, because in that truth of yours lies the treasure of your purpose. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.